Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Tuesday, January 12th, and last night was the college football championship between Alabama and Ohio State, and it was honestly a pretty boring game. I mean, yep. that's, that's, I mean how I would, that's how I would describe it. Just a mismatch, it. to be honest. Yeah. Alabama, I mean, it was close in the first quarter, but really after that, it just... It got ugly in the second quarter, and then just the second half was pretty much not even... It was not entertaining to watch at all, really. Second half. Because also... Yeah. I mean, Devontae Smith got injured, too, so he was out of the game for pretty much the entire second half. Um, Still Harris, caught 215 yards. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that makes it even more ridiculous that he had 215 yards. But... It was, yeah, it really was. I mean, Justin Fields being injured didn't help Ohio State, but they just did not look like they were on the same level as as Alabama. I mean, they're not. Uh, they're, they're just, they're not. Uh, I don't think in personnel, offensively or defensively, they're, they're even the same. And to be honest, I mean, this, this is just Alabama, right? I, th- even without Mac Jones, who's obviously one of by far the better quarterbacks that they've had and will be an NFL QB. Mm-hmm. Alabama's always just so loaded. They, they, and the thing is because they recruit so well and so deep and, and, and what they sell to their recruits is, Hey, you're not going to have to put so much mileage on your body, right? You're going to sit out and just train for your first two years. You're going to play your junior season. And then you're going to go to the draft. And, and they're, those guys are entering the draft with a third of the mileage as everybody else. Mm. And, and you know what? The next year they have another group of hungry juniors who know it's that, it's it's their one year to shine. They come out, play hungry, win, and move on. They've they've just figured it out there, and and that's why every year they're either in or or close to the national title game. Yeah, I mean, the, the Alabama again. We we just mentioned Devontae Smith, two hundred fifteen yards, three touchdowns, and he did that in essentially two quarters, right? And I love how everyone. Last night was talking about Najee, uh, not Najee, uh, Devontae Smith, you know, rightfully so, because he's the Heisman winner and he had an absolutely bonkers stat line. But you look at a guy like Najee Harris, who just kind of casually had 80 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and then he had 80 receiving yards and a touchdown as well. So, like, Alabama had two guys casually put up. Very casual, 150 combined yard. But but also just had two guys with three touchdowns in a college football championship game. Right? Like Alabama put up fifty in a championship game and they won by over twenty points. Just think about how much. Yeah, I, I mean that is. this year there was just nobody close to them, right? This year, <laughs> and it also shows. I'm not trying to bang on Justin Fields too much, but it also shows how really big the difference is between Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Because you can say, okay, yes, Clemson lost this year, but Clemson was not the Clemson that we usually expect, right? And when you look at when Clemson with Trevor Lawrence went up in those national title games, like day one, right? And he 
really was a big part of that already as a, as a freshman. Um, this can't do anything but help Mac Jones, though, because even though he has great personnel, he was really efficient. I mean, over 10 yards per attempt, and he completed like 70-something percent of his throws with five TDs, no picks. And the Ohio State secondary just really looked... Because it's not even that Alabama ran the ball particularly amazingly, right? I mean, Najee Harris was averaging less than four yards a carry, right? Um, and and it didn't look like they were, you know, just gashing him. So they were free to not stack the box and just, you know, double a couple guys here and there. And, and they just got taken apart. I mean, it was a bad night for and, Sean Wade. And that's Wade. really not good. Bad yeah. night for Sean Wade for Ohio State. He, want, he, he was like... Going around saying like, "Oh, you know who I want to cover? Like, I want to cover Devontae Smith." After he won the Heisman, it's and he burnt just got like toast, dude. He just got torched. Um, so that's tough for him. I mean, tough for Ohio State. Can't say I really am too broken up about it though. I mean, I'm not like a fan of either of these teams really. And everyone is like, "Oh, you got to root for the Big Ten. It's like, yeah, no, I don't really. Ohio State winning does it's absolutely nothing. Like also, I just nothing. know that they're not gonna. <laughs> but also, like Ohio State winning would do nothing for my fandom of Purdue, right? Like. There's not, it's, it doesn't make any sense. That's the same principle, side side note here. Same principles, like, I remember a couple years ago when the Phillies were in the World Series, right? And everyone's like, oh, you gotta root for the NL East. Like you gotta like, root for the that's division. That's literally just the backwards logic of, of it all. Like, I'm sorry, if you are, if you're a Duke fan, right, and, you, and March Madness, and Duke gets knocked out, but yeah, UNC still is, it's not like, oh, we gotta root for the ACC. No. No, I don't like UNC. I don't it's like want screw to them. Yeah, like, exactly. That's that's not the point. So I, I think the only thing that's going to make me a little bit upset is I'm going to have to listen to SEC fans for another year. But uh, okay, yeah. I, they earned it. I can't be too mad. You know, I love uh, yeah. It's, uh, uh, I love how SEC fans also they adopt I mean, Alabama in situations like this because like, see, aren't we so much? It's like you guys aren't Alabama, right? Every no one else in the SEC is Alabama. So stop pretending that. The S that Alabama is representative of the entire SEC because it's not. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean, are they are they usually the best conference, top to bottom? Yeah, I think that has more to do with a lot of the other conferences disappointing, and I'm going to use it as a segue. Mm. So I have a list of a few big programs in front of me uh, from various conferences, including the SEC and not including the SEC, and we are going to talk about if they rank as just could have done better. And I'm reserving the abject disappointment, at least in my mind. I mean, I'm going to ask you as well, but I'm reserving abject disappointment for very few select programs that really deserve to be pounded on. Okay. And the rest of them, if they have small mistakes, they're, they're just going to be in the... Okay, so we're going to start... You know what? Let's start in the SEC because why not? We're we're talking about so, as the season finished. We got three teams to talk we're talking about. about at the season's finish whether they were a disappointment. And you're looking back at it, or, looking at their personnel, looking at the way they're running their program, and you're like, are you in an okay spot or are you just tear it down? Okay. All right. Let's start with last year's champions, LSU. Um, I because they won last year, I'm not gonna say that they are an abject disappointment because most teams would probably have the same issues had they won a championship and lost like their entire roster. So I am going to say they're, they're fine. They're not, if they do it yeah, for I, two I, more I seasons, if they do it for two more seasons, then I have, then I have concerns. And I say, I, I agree with over. you. I think they've always, recru- they've earned they've the always right. recruited well. They always get, good yeah, recruits. they've always recruited well. Yeah. They always get good recruits. And the issue for them has always kind of been quarterback play. Yeah. Which obviously they had, 
Um, great quarterback. But if they can keep finding these transfer QBs, if they can keep transfer QBs, if they can keep them, because at skill position and on defense, they're always loaded. Yeah. All right. University of Georgia. Uh, I am getting University close of to tearing it down, but I'll give them one more season. Just because it seemed they took a step back this year. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, change of scenery, like new coach, whatever it may be. Because I do think, like, Kirby Smart's a good coach, right? I'm not saying that. But it's not even that they lost that many dudes to the league. No, they just, they were worse this year. And yeah, you can always say, oh, well, it was a COVID year. But, you know, I can't, we can't use that excuse for everything. It was a COVID year for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I still think think they're probably fine for one, at least one more season. I'm not super concerned about their program. Yeah, I think my issue with them, my issue with them is they really have not figured out the quarterback situation and it's not even that they have an identity of what they're going to do a quarterback it's not like oh we recruit great quarterbacks like clemson does or oh we're going to get great transfer qbs like lsu does they really have not figured out the quarterback issue. i will say and, and for a team that relies kind of on the quarterback it's i will say they they, they have the third ranked recruiting class for 2021 and they have a top 300 quarterback coming in in that class so you know we'll see yeah it seems as though on paper they've addressed that issue, but we'll, you know, we shall see. Yeah. All right. The last SEC team, University of Florida. I think they're in a good spot, frankly. I I agree. I see. Here's the thing: Florida I always think... has great, great defensive players, right? Their offense is usually their downfall, but you look at like Kyle Pitts, right? He's going to the league. He's going to be a first round pick. No question. They they do get these weapons right on offense. And usually they're kind of late bloomers. They don't they don't play well until they get to the NFL or whatever it may be. But I feel like they're in a good spot where they have they played better in recent years, right? Florida Florida had a stretch there where they they were struggling, right? They were like really bad. Mid twenty tens. But they're starting to kind of gain momentum back upwards again, right? Like they finished the season in in highly ranked and whatnot and i have a good coach right uh dan mullen's a good coach and again they have a top 10 recruiting class for 2021 so i think their defense is always going to have really 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 talented players and it's just a matter of them getting good play on offense i would agree sticking in the state of florida this is where it's going to start moving to the acc we got florida state crab leg U. What do we think about Florida uh, State? Well, they did just get a new coach, so I'm not. I think this was his first season, right? Florida State coach. They've changed a couple coaches since well, they were yeah, good, though. But they had the guy from Oregon, and he was bad. He said, Mike Mike Norvell is the coach, and he had his first season this year. Um, and he was at Memphis before then, so I think just because that was his first year, you can't you can't say tear it down right now. But that what? How, look how far a program has fallen. Right, just like not even ten years ago. That's what I don't understand because they did it instantly. Like yeah. they they went from national the title second contenders. Winston. Yes, they had Jameis Winston. The second Jameis Winston still. draft, and then they had uh, what's his name? Uh, they got like Everett Golson as a transfer. Dude. That they just went completely off. Of well, course. they had they had another guy, um, but he got got into trouble and he had to transfer. What was his name? But Man, Florida State, yeah, they really just kind of fell off, fell off, 
after and, and, and the other thing the is they're not putting that many guys in the league they're no. not putting that many guys in the league anymore which which really speaks to that the recruiting has has fallen off as, as well yeah and i i this next one i'm i know where i rank them i'm curious to see if you agree university of miami the u so here's the thing they spent a lot of the season really highly ranked and i think part of that's because the acc teams aren't that great i think miami is on the uptrend uh i think they do play kind of an ugly style of football but again they're on the uptick and they're they have a they have a top 10 recruiting class coming in in 2021 so like now they're starting to get some talent right whereas they really haven't been getting a ton of the highly ranked recruits in recent recent years but I, I actually think Miami's going on an upward trend at the moment. I, I do agree, but I'm not ready to let them off so easy because my issue with Miami and a couple of the schools that will come up in a second is Miami should not be given excuses in recruiting ever matter because... As a as a as a recruit, right? Miami has the ability that it can hit every different kind of recruit. It can hit the guy who wants to only stay three years and go to the NFL because it's warm. You can train all the time, right? They have a first class facilities. It's a great pro- it's a it's a it's great Miami. program for putting guys in the league. It can also hit the guy. Yeah, it can also hit the guy who wants to stay four years because Miami, as an institution, if you separate it from its football program, it's a decent school, right? A degree from Miami is something that, you know, you can be happy with if you're the parent of a recruit or if you're a recruit. Yeah. So there's no excuse. And it's, like it's, yeah, it's Miami. It's you like have USC. Beautiful weather, beautiful people. Yeah, they're coming up in a second. They have no excuse to not recruit. They have no excuse to be out-recruited, right? Yeah. And they have no excuse... They have At every least if advantage. You can say, if you're putting game. 20 guys in the league every year, if you're putting 20 guys in the league every season, but you're losing because the coaching is bad, okay, then you can say change the coach. Yeah. But there's no reason that they can't put dudes in the league. That means that they're not recruiting well. That means that there's systemic issues there in the staff. And and that's I put them the the schools that are coming up. The next school was USC, and after that it was Texas, and I put them in the same category. So let's go into USC and Texas. Yeah, USC, I'd say, I'd say, just tear down. yeah, I mean, USC is an embarrassment right now. U- USC's needed a teardown for a couple of years. They keep getting these like, eh, they just, their coaching Retread hires, coaches. Their, yeah, their ho- coaching hires have just been so poor. And the thing is, they still get good recruiting classes, but they just don't know what to do with the, the recruits. And also, I just think part of the problem is that the Pac-12 is not what it was, uh, because but the as, Pac-12 is not what it was because USC is bad. Yeah, I know, but but across the board apart from Oregon pretty much every team has gone down in quality right you look at the teams that used to be good in the in the Pac-12 right Washington, Washington um Stanford Cal UCLA USC they're all bad now right and they always get good recruits because California yeah. produces good recruits and they keep them in state right but the coaching i i this but is one of the things where i can oh, i can i can though. point to coaching and say yes, the coaching does not does not do enough with the recruits they get. Because again, another top fifteen recruiting class for twenty twenty one USC is at thirteen, right? Uh, and they they just are completely irrelevant. 
See the thing is the thing that yeah, Pete Carroll when Pete Carroll was at USC, right? Right when they were in like their their heyday. Uh there's like a million and one documentaries about this, right? But what Pete Carroll did to USC is he literally just like marketed it as LA's like pro team cuz at the time they didn't have any NFL teams. They the the players themselves were literally as big as movie stars, right? Superstars. They just they just embraced the fact that they are in LA and they just made the program cool, but that just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I think the U- USC is yeah, in with, desperate with, need with, of like a new identity change, right? Like a new coach that's And I think that legit that maybe USC needs to stop hiring big name coaches who haven't done anything for years and just find a guy who coaches up his recruits. Yeah. Like even somebody like like the Duke coach maybe or or something like where they're not getting, you know, 15 NFL guys a year, but they're still competitive mm. as opposed to just a Nick Saban assistant or a guy who coached in the NFL for a year. Mm-hmm. Because there's no guarantee that those guys can coach, right? Yeah. Because you don't want to – it's – I don't know. It's, it's – and with Texas, Texas recruits don't go to Texas anymore. Like that's crazy. They get yeah. out-competed by other schools in the South that aren't from Texas. Like, every Texan should want to eat their boots in their hat when they hear about that. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Well, and that's Texas just, it's just... And now you're going to you get look, Sark. Well, you look at what Texas used to be, right? Everybody from Texas, what it was, that was like the biggest honor was getting to play at Texas, right? And their entire team were, were players from Texas. But now nowadays, it's just not the case. Because guess what? They realize that Hmm. I can go literally anywhere else, not anywhere else, but you get what I'm saying, and and win more than I would at Texas. Now, here's the thing: they they're trying to kind of rebrand, like tear it down a little, right, by hiring Sarkeesian. But Sarkeesian's been a head coach before, and he at wasn't USC, another disappointing program. And wasn't that good, right? Like I just don't have faith that Steve Sarkeesian's gonna be good at Texas when he wasn't good at USC, right? I just think they're going to keep running into the same issue. I don't know if personality-wise he's the right guy because he's a little bit nuts. Yeah, I think – I do think the only thing I can say in defense of the Big 12 is they have this reputation of like, oh, it's a pillow fight conference and nobody plays defense and, you know, all the teams inside of Oklahoma are bad. But in bowl games, the Big 12 has a pretty good record. Yeah, I mean, they always stay competitive in games even if they don't have good defenses. Yeah, and I think the issue is like, well, why do people care that they don't play defense? I, I know that like the football purists is like, we gotta play good defense and run the football. It's like, why do you care if they win games, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same as all the basketball purists who are like, oh, I don't like the Rockets and the Warriors because they shoot a bunch of threes and don't play in the post. It's like, well, but that's just the direction that football is going, right? Mm-hmm. Football is going in the direction of more passing and and up tempo. And all that stuff. It's, and I think they get the same kind of criticism that that Oregon got. And okay, Oregon did get blown out by Auburn that one year. But fine, mm-hmm. that Auburn team blew everybody out that year. And other than that, Oregon went and yeah, and and kicked the pants off of everybody else. So I think the Big Twelve has a little bit of an unearned reputation. That's not to defend Texas <laughs> too much. Like they still are a screw up. But mm-hmm. the Big Twelve has a little bit of a, kind of an unearned reputation because whenever Oklahoma plays somebody in a big game. Unless it's Alabama the year that they win the national title, Oklahoma does beat the doors off of people, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the last program on the list, I want to save them for last, 
is the University of Michigan. <laughs> and I think you're going to be harsher on them than I am. Because I look at things No, I know bit. what you're going to say. I know what yeah. you're going to say. Is that there's nothing wrong with extending Harbaugh because there's nothing better out there. Right? I like, agree with that. Like that, I think that that's what I was assu- assuming you were going to say. But here's the thing. Yeah. When... when <sighs> I think Michigan fans have too much of a high expectation. I don't think... I think they have too high of an expectation. But at the same time, like, he really does... He really has just stunk. Right? Like... Yeah, he's a good recruiter and whatnot. They average but... like ten wins a season, though, in full seasons. I mean, yeah, right? but it's I like mean... going down. I mean, look at the obviously this season again because of COVID, it's different. But they were really bad this year, like just really bad. And I just think sometimes a change of scenery is good, right? That's fair, but I mean, he was. If you look, at, he, he has a better record the than the last coaches. Games the same way, but they're always going to lose to Ohio State. Yeah, but they. The thing is, they never beat anybody better than them, right? They're, I don't know their record, right, on when they are playing teams that are like ranked higher than them or something like that. But it is abysmally bad. I know that. Well, yeah, right? They usually never, ranked pretty high. They play Ohio State and then they get crushed. Yeah, I. I just think I think this is a situation where you have to you have to tear it apart. He's I, been I there. Guess. He's been there too long to have done literally nothing with that team. I, I guess, but I don't think there's a coach out there that that makes this Michigan team beat Ohio State. I don't. I don't. I know, but I'm just saying. Sometimes you need to find something different, right? Sure. You, if you just want to fire something. him for the sake of sending a message and firing him. Sure, but I think then in two years we're going to be having the same conversation and being like, yeah, well, but you at the same time you won't know unless you try. And sure. not like not like you're going to beat Ohio State with with Harbaugh, so you might as well take yeah. a chance to try something new. That's that's fair. I just think that, and and this is this goes beyond the the whole Harbaugh thing. I think that Michigan as a program, from the fans and the AD down to everybody else. I think to, to this extent this applies to Notre Dame, but Notre Dame actually usually exceeds expectations because they actually they you know, actually beat teams. held Alabama to the fewest yeah. points and like. Well, I think also Notre Dame is <laughs> is a much bigger brand, right? But Michigan, I think that they have too much expectations of themselves, the fans and the AD. They really, in their hearts, think that they should be competing with Ohio State. And it's like, that's not the case. You're mm-hmm. just, what what evidence do you have to me besides the fact that it's a historic rivalry? Even if you go back before the Harbaugh years, mm-hmm. since since Tom Brady and Drew Henson were quarterbacking Michigan, which is when I was like three years old, okay? Since then, I think you guys have what? A 75% loss rate against Ohio State? Maybe more? And that's not a knock against you. Ohio State beats everybody. You just have to accept for the moment at least to be the second. Try and beat Michigan State, right? Try and beat Iowa. Those are other quality programs that you can try and beat. But to go from that to we expect to beat Ohio State. I don't even think it's that, though, because in recent years, it's literally just like we expect to be competitive with Ohio State. It's not even beat. Michigan gets the... Doors blown off of them every time against Ohio Clemson State. got the doors blown off against them this year by Ohio State. No, Ohio I know, State but, but, but this isn't like not just this year. This is like the last five years. It's not yeah. close. If you watch the games, they're not close. Right? Like they're not but even. Just in the look, same look up class. the amount of players Michigan puts in the NFL as the as the amount of players that Ohio State puts in the NFL. I mean, there might be only two programs in, in the country that put more guys in the NFL on average than Ohio State. It's probably Clemson, and Alabama. Still, maybe or, LSU. Still, Michigan. They shouldn't. I don't think they should have extended Harbaugh. Not for as long as they did. If they like, it, it's. 
Okay. It's just going to be more of the same. And where's that going to get you, right? Like, that's that's the thing. There's no, there's not really a ton of benefit to extending Harbaugh a long time. Whereas, like, if you hire a new coach, yeah, you might still lose to Ohio State, but worth trying, right? Okay. I'll, 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 I'll give you something else, though. Michigan doesn't produce great football recruits, right? They're more basketball because of Detroit. They, they're they more of a basketball recruiting state. So, so Michigan has to recruit kids from not Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you're a four- or five-star recruit with even remote dreams of the NFL, that means you at least get 30, 40 offers, right? All the big programs are offering you. Mm-hmm. Why? And I think this is going to segue into the whole like name, image, and likeness thing, but why would you, before name, image, and likeness is a thing, why would you choose Michigan over Oregon? Or, or even Michigan I mean, over personally, over I, yeah, I would Florida choose Oregon, State, right? Personally, I, I mean, I would choose Oregon, but I'm just, I'm saying, you know, people think differently, right? I mean, Michigan's I a better school than all of those, right? So, like, you could look at it at that angle, right? If then why would you want, choose USC? Why would you choose USC? Well, then why, why wouldn't you choose? If you're looking for a better school, why I mean, wouldn't you go to Michigan USC is or a, Texas? Mich- Michigan's a better school than USC. Not according to US News. Right, but even if it's, I mean, if it's, it's, not, okay, it's okay, not, but like, it also to you know, it depends on what you study, right? Like USC yeah. is very different profile. We're getting sidetracked. It's a very I, different type of school. You understand than what Michigan. I'm saying, right? I think it's just harder to recruit kids to Michigan. I mean, yes, but also, also kids from no- the south don't want to live in Ann Arbor, right? Yeah, it's freezing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think that Michigan is is the peak of what they're going to be. Fire Harbor if you want. You're going to end up paying another guy five million dollars to do the same thing. But hey. You know, it is what it is. I think we are going to transition into some way too early stuff. Yeah, I mean, so I was just looking because I was curious at this way too early top 25 next year that ESPN so kindly put out the day after the season ended. Um, I'm looking through this and I have some some questions. So actually, going right off of what we just spoke about, at number nine, ESPN has USC. I don't, I don't see that. Really, I'm more surprised with seven and eight. North Carolina, dude, no, North Carolina has uh, Iowa State. <laughs> North Carolina at seven, honestly, isn't as bad as you think because Mac Brown has that team playing much better, right? They're actually like very good, and they have one of the better. No, they have Sam Howell. Yeah, one of the better quarterbacks in that class. So, I actually don't hate that. I mean, you know, again, it's a way too early ranking. So, yeah. it's always going to be, like, a little uh, aggressive. But, oh, Iowa State was sick this year. So, I, again, that's not as bad as it may look. Uh, and they returned yeah. Brock Purdy, who's, like, in his 17th year, I think. Um, but USC just seems like it comes a little out of nowhere. Uh, I mean, they were five and one this year, right? They yeah, lost to Oregon in the championship low, which game. Is like, what does that really mean? Yeah, they lost to Oregon in the uh, in the Pac-12 championship. Mm. I think. I mean, I think always the best Pac-12 team is going to have a spot in the top ten somewhere, yeah, right? And but it's that's Oregon. <laughs> the joke the joke with USC is right. Any given year, they could be in a New Year's Six because uh-huh. any given year, their NFL players can figure it out. They just beat everybody by twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So is this going to be the year, right? I mean. They've got Cincinnati I think th- staying at 11, which is probably fair to say, considering they... Yeah. Were I feel bad for all these group of five teams, honestly. Yeah. There's there's just no way mm-hmm. for them in. They have Oregon ranked below 
USC. Iowa and Cincy. But yeah. below USC, too. Interesting. Well, because they beat them, but they dropped a couple other games that year. I know, right? I know. But, you know, I just think Oregon as a program is better. Uh, Washington gets in there. Notre Dame falls yeah. to 15. I guess that is. They do lose a lot of players. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame's like closer to 25 by the end of next season, even though yeah. they have a great class. Well, they're losing a lot of linemen, right? They get checked. I don't think losing a quarterback is that Wisconsin, big. Of a... So that's, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't think that losing the quarterback is that big of a deal because well, I personally I mean, don't view Jack Cohn as a super quarterback. So that's what I'm saying. Yikes. Jack Cohn is, is he worse than Ian Did anybody watch Wisconsin before uh, Grant, Graham Mertz was quarterback this year, right? It was Jack Cohn for like 50 seasons, I think. He is, even know if he's he's like start, the though. classic Wisconsin quarterback, right? Like he he just does nothing, right? He just hands the ball off the whole time. And, and like he, when he has to throw a pass, it's like you hold your breath. He's not good. He's just not. We don't he's even not know gonna if he's going to I really though. don't think he's going to play. Yeah. He's, he's gonna, he has a lot of competition. But the thing is, job. Notre Dame just loses so much on the defensive end. The and then they obviously the lose. Line. And they use Ian, lose Ian Book, wait, right? Who's like, he was a kind of their staple. Is in he a good quarterback? He's a good college quarterback. He's very, like, he's, he's one of those guys where, like, I don't know, I kind of would compare the way he played college football to a little bit like like a Russell Wilson, right? Like, he's a very mobile, like, scramble out of the pocket, make something out of nothing guy. But he's, like, he's a little small, and he's not the most accurate quarterback, right? So he's just, yeah. like, I don't think he's going to do anything in the NFL, but, you know, yeah. he'll get a flyer. But he is yeah, he is I enough think... of a loss, right? Because he was Well, the biggest issue is he they're was... losing all their alignment. Like, that's... No, I know, but I'm just saying, like... always builds around the line. When you have a quarterback that starts for, like, two and oh, a half yeah. plus seasons for Notre Dame and, like, yeah. barely lost, right? That, like, that's a big thing to replace, right? Yeah. Um, Ole Miss gets in the top 25. I don't uh, know about that. That's for me a little Louisiana Raisin Cajuns at 19. Ahead of LSU, by the way. Well, Flor- Florida losing Kyle Trask still at 16 is... I mean, I know Florida has always a lot of good recruits, but he was a really, really good quarterback, and I don't know... Yeah, what they're um, gonna do? They got Penn State getting back in the top twenty-five after their absolutely abysmal season this year. See, I don't know what happened to that program because a couple well, years a lot ago, of players, they a lot of players, McSorley, they were amazing. A lot of players sat out this season for them because uh, of COVID. Yeah, or at least a lot of their their like key players. Uh, I, I'm of I'm he, I'm of the uh, another coach that I think his time is very limited is is James Franklin. I, I think he's a little bit overrated in terms of uh, being a good coach. But they've kind of treaded water for a couple years now, and I, I think his, his leash leash is shorter. Yeah. Miami at 25. That is See, so the thing is, I think that's low. I think Miami, that's low. I think Miami so should be a little higher than that. Below Liberty and Coastal I mean, Liberty Carolina. did have an absurd, absurd streak. The last couple yeah, seasons, but... they've been really good. Hey, I don't know. I mean, again, it's Hugh so Freeze, early that... Hugh Freeze, the pious man himself, coaching the Liberty Flames. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm not going to get into that, but um, it is again because because they're it's because the season is now nine months away, or whatever it is, eight months. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think yeah. too hard about this until. About I think August first. I, I think name, image, and likeness is going to change this completely. Oh yes, well, because you won't have to go to a, you won't have to go to a school 
Well, it's also it's better to be the star at a second tier exactly. program right. money wise than it have is to, to be go the to yeah. four schools in order to build a name for yourself and build build a brand right you can literally because then all of a sudden you can go to a really good school right that doesn't historically have a super competitive team right but you can be the star there and you can be the face of that university's athletic department right like you i think even, and you can I think the biggest benefit the, the biggest beneficiaries are going to be usc and ucla well yeah because la obviously yeah because because that's where Schools. athletes go to live exactly. when they turn pro to build their brand right exactly. even if they play for another team and I think it's Wolverine, also et cetera, et cetera. schools schools that maybe not aren't the, aren't the biggest football programs, but are still in Power Five. Because I I do still think the kids are going to want to yeah, play in Power Five. Because guess what? But I think within the Power Five, there's going to be so much more schools with big athletic diversity that aren't the best don't have the best football teams will still do very well. Because they'll have I think the, Duke is going to benefit the, a ton. Like they'll have the money, right, and yeah. the resources to to build up players and their brand even if they don't have the best football teams or, like, the best, you know, environment. Yeah, because even a school like Bama, right, outside of their uh, football program, I don't know if they're a super great athletic department besides football compared to other teams in the SEC. Like, I think the the best overall athletic department in the SEC is probably Probably either A&M or LSU, probably, maybe Florida. Or if you look at all the sports. Even though their football team is the best, but otherwise. Man, another program that fell off the map. Oh, well. I mean, it'll be an interesting season, right? Hopefully, it'll be a little bit more normal. Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah. Right. Hopefully, over the next couple of months, things start to go back to normal, and next season is a little bit more familiar. Uh, you know what the good news is, though? Yeah, well, what is that? Now that college is done, we can start doing NFL mock draft stuff. I know. I'm actually very excited about I'm that. I'm so hyped for it. I uh, love well, the draft. We won't do that, <laughs> at least for a little while, because the yeah. draft is still about four months away. Uh, hey, it's but, never too early, man. It's never too early to start doing. That is true. Uh, but yeah, NFL we'll definitely be doing some, some NFL draft stuff later on as we get After closer to the draft. Free agency gets sorted out because that's going to play a big role this year. Well, and obviously, like the Super Bowl and the rest of the playoffs. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll wait till after that first. Um, later this week, we got Purdue hoops. We'll talk about again. We'll do a recap of this weekend's NFL playoff games some nba stuff coming up yeah we'll do another nba update as well so until then we'll see you next time